Guess who's back? Back again. Gail is back. Tell a friend. Gail is back. Gail is back. Gail is back. Hey guys, how's it going today? <gasps> Welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work featuring a psychopath, a narcissist, and me. And Gail. Peter. Oh. Who's headlining oh, his first show at Memoir this Friday. Heck yes, I am. So if you're listening to this, it already happened. Yeah, sorry that you missed it. Better catch you on the next one. Yeah. It was such a terrible show. I messed up so many times. Oh my God, don't manifest that. No. He took his top off. Guys, we would be nowhere without Peter. Pizza so go show him support. Where can they follow you, Peter? Uh, Hurley Music. But how do you H- spell it? R-L-Y. Music, yeah. Very I'm confused with Hourly or Harley. We're plugging Hurley. We're not plugging ourselves. So anyways. We're actually very selfless. And nice. We're not and narcissists. Giving, and one half of us are not narcissistic. <laughs> Actually, Abby just told me this today. I didn't know this. Oh, what? what so you say? told me that when you're wearing a sweatshirt, it means you're in a bad mood. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, so you're angry. And you're like, no, I could just cry any second. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So does a bad mood to to you mean that you could cry any second? Because like, to me, a bad mood means I'm like, I'm going to punch you in the face. It can you know? mean a variety of things. Oh, like there's like a whole array of mood, bad moods for you. Yeah, I don't feel like I get angry very often. And when I do, I don't stay angry very often. It's either I just don't feel well or I'm sad. I feel like you are the classic like... <laughs> what? Finish that sentence. I feel like you're like the classic girl that like... We'll get angry and yell and like act tough for five minutes and you'll start and then crying crash. and run 100%. away. hundred percent. You'll be like, yell, I don't fucking care. And then like two seconds later, you're like, why? Like- <laughs> oh no, if anyone raises their voice, if I raise my voice at you, it's fine. But if you raise your voice at me, <laughs> instant tears. It's actually a manipulative tactic, which I kind of appreciate and love and adore about you. But also don't Abby doesn't player. get mad, but Gail on the other hand, <laughs> Gail a bad bitch. <laughs> mm, yeah. Gail will wish you hey, were never born. You take the good with the bad. You smile with the sad. Gail comes with the whole package. I love Gail. I like, I've actually come to like Gail better than Abby. For those of you Same. that are new here, um, Abby, we recently started calling her Gail. It was like mm-hmm. her boyfriend's friend thought of the idea and we were like, that's actually very, like just genius. Because you, you have your alter ego, Sophia. Sophia. Yeah, but I feel like Gail is like even more powerful. <laughs> it's so funny. We'll get an email from someone, like a random company that wants to collab and it'll be like, hi, Sophia and Abby. And I'm like, <laughs> imagine like we start getting emails and it's like, hey, Gail and Sophia, <laughs> like just not our names. <laughs> oh God. I love it. Gail is like all hail Gail. All, all hail Oh, Gale. whoa. I'm going to run with that. I mean, we should make merch that says <laughs> hail Gale. <laughs> Hashtag hail Gale. <laughs> uh, well, I'm wearing a sweatshirt. You look fabulous. How was your day? I came from work. Yeah. I'm definitely like not in like a mentally in a great spot. Oh, God. Why? This week I bought. We can't both be unstable. I know. It's not <laughs> a good time. I feel like the March, like, it's like just like a weird time. It's like the witching hour of the year. Well, it's your birthday month, so what about that? It is my birthday month, which I'm very happy about. I just feel like, okay, so I feel like no human is truly like stable. In the summer, <laughs> we have like the summertime, like freedom. It's fun. It's free. You're swimming, traveling, whatever. And then all of a sudden it's the fall and people are really excited. And then it's winter and it's like, oh my God, Christmas. So fun, cute presents. And then you hit this weird period in January where everyone like kind of gets a little clinically depressed and then it's Valentine's Day. And then it's my birthday. And then now I'm like, what, what, like, what are we? Like, what are we? You know, like, I don't know how to define the relationship. January, February, March, April, and honestly, May are dead to me. Yeah. It's just not a good time. It's Seasonal just like a weird, it's a weird time. I do like the spring, but we don't really get a spring in New England. Like we don't get it like all of a sudden it'll go from like 40 to like 80 and right. that's kind of it. Like you don't rain. get like a nice, we don't get like a solid spring. We kind of miss out on that, but it's okay. Yeah. We get fall. Um, Yeah, no, I'm not super stable. <laughs> I recently, as of yesterday, bought a pint of ice cream into the office. Mind you, I work at like a corporate like 
office building. <laughs> I carried a pint of ice cream into work. In what, the what brand? What flavor? I don't even know. Oh, um, it's it's um cherry chocolate chip. Ooh. I put it into the freezer and I ate half of it yesterday and the other <laughs> half today. And one of my coworkers looked at me and she was like, who are you? Yeah, that's very like, not you. And then I got a Shamrock Shake at lunch yesterday. Dude, I'm so jealous. I'm so confused. I went like literally for lunch yesterday. We all get up and someone was like, want to go to McDonald's? And we were all like, yes. And every girl I was with got diet coke and i was like okay well i'm gonna be the fat bitch getting <laughs> shamrock shake I, guess. I don't usually get mcflurries very often like i don't really i couldn't tell you the last time i went to mcdonald's but this time of year i honestly forgot about the shamrock shake but i'm probably yeah. gonna get one sometime this week think about it they only have them in march i know and it's like so as my, you say what you will about mcdonald's but they they stay they true suck. to themselves <laughs> like Honestly, Shamrock Shake sales could be through the roof. They could make, I don't know, $80 million. That's probably not accurate. And Shamrock Shake this year, like money off of it. I Why can't I speak? Peter, I why? Peter. Must be all that ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like losing brain cells. But they could have a really killer month because of the Shamrock Shakes. And they still will, will like, no, we're not bringing it back until next year. And you know what that is? That's integrity. But anyways, back to my issues. Are you PMSing or do you no. have a period? Nope, just finished. Like I'm, I should be in just my, finished. I should be in my skinny stage. Like I should be like flat tummy, bikini yeah. ready. I think I'm just like very stressed. Mm, that'll and, do it. And I'm like, do you, so like Craving when you're stressed, sugar. do you eat more or do you eat less? Uh, mm, mm. I think I usually eat less. I'm, I'm the type of person where like, if my emotions are fucked, I lose my appetite. See, like, I hate that. I get like, if I get broken up with, I definitely eat less. Yeah. Oh my or God. like, if Break someone's mad at me, up. I can't eat. But like, just general stress, stress. I definitely, I definitely stress eat. But I also haven't been eating lunch or dinner. I've just been eating ice cream. So I don't really know that, what that's going to do to me like long term. But we'll see. Other than that, things, things are great. Things are, okay. I think we're in like a really good spot. We had a fun event last yeah, week. Yeah, we did at Bobbles and Lace. Thank you guys. Everyone that showed up, bought something, not that it benefited us if you bought something, but we really appreciate you guys <laughs> Thank coming. you for being there. Yes, it was so fun. I really do feel like we put on a couple events in the past and they are wonderful, but I really do think the Sip and Shop, it's such a great environment to meet girls because it's a, you know, the shop is closed at 6 p.m. We had it just to ourselves from 6 to 8 p.m. Yes. Like, it was close to the public. It was just girls um, that listened to us or, you know, their friends dragged them there or they're from the Facebook group. If you are in the Facebook group, go join. It's Drinks After Work Boston Baddies. Link in our IG bio. Yeah. Um, but it's just, I feel like, so much, like, more comfortable to talk to girls in that environment. Whereas like if you're at like a bar or a club, it might be a little bit harder. Like, like if there's like loud music. Yeah, more yeah. intimidating. Oh, so. I agree. Yeah, no, 100%. I think we've we've tried to dabble in making our events all a little different. Like we've had some at bars. We've had some at like brunch events, mm -hmm. some dinner events, some like more club focused Happy events. Hours. And they're like you said, they're all very fun. And I think they bring like each one is good for like a different type of crowd. But a lot of... Honestly, the thing that's so badass about the girls in our Facebook group is that a lot of them will come to events by themselves. They're like, I hey, know. I just moved to the city. I don't know anyone. I'm just going to show up and see if I meet people. And I think that that can be very intimidating to do if you're showing up to like a bar full of girls and you don't know anyone. But I think with the Sip and Shop, it was so cool because basically we teamed up for those of you that don't know about it. Um, we teamed up with Bobbles and Lace. They are a really fun, like really nice boutique in Boston. Um, on Newbury like Street. Right on Newbury Street. They're pretty well known. And we had an event where girls could show up shop. They all got 15% off and we like... They got poured like wine and champagne all night. Cheese and we and like, could, yeah, she's in crackers. You could shop till you dropped. And it was cool because you're like shopping, but it's so natural to meet other girls while you're shopping. Cause you're looking at a dress and another girl's like, oh my God, I was looking at that too. I couldn't find my size. And then like, you just get going on a conversation versus just kind of sitting there and having to make small talk. Like, so like, you know, where, where do you work? Yeah. It was just so organic. And I feel like so many girls are going up to each other. They're like, oh my God, that looks so good on you. And it would just like, was so cute and fun to watch. And I feel like we met a bunch of people too we did which was awesome my social anxiety was um present but it was i so it was so fine i yeah. still met people and it girls was that like live listen to the podcast for a while are like coming up and saying hi so thank you guys um so much for coming we're, we're definitely gonna have events like that again and we also just love when we get to meet people that listen to the podcast abby okay. and i were always like 
it's so weird because we sit here talking into microphones every week, but it's cool that people actually listen. I know. Like <laughs> we see cool the you- stats. We we know that there are people listening, but I feel like it doesn't register until we meet Me- you guys. Yeah, because it's all numbers. And then when someone comes right. up to you and is like, hey, I've been listening to you for I'm like, wait, what? a year. I'm like, wait, you have? They're like, yeah. Like, how is Miami? I'm like, what the? Very I cool. know. They're so like, cool. wait, how's my? I was like, oh my God. So if you ever see us in public, please come up and say hi. We don't yeah. bite. And if you think it might not be us because we're like not wearing makeup and we look like shit. Like it probably is us. <laughs> still, still say hi. Uh, Drunk deets. Okay, so not really pop culture, but Tom Brady is unretired. I don't know. He unretired. Did do you care? I don't. I just okay. This is probably gonna come off the wrong way, and I'm sorry. I didn't mean it to. I feel like he's being like a little bit of an attention seeker. Ooh. Like, if a girl did this, what would we be saying about her? He throws this, it's a big thing. Do you think it was a PR sign? Like, maybe, I really do think that he did mean to retire. Because I, I think he's a guy that can't walk away from the game, which I get. Like, he's like, listen, I'm still in the prime of my life. I'm in really good shape. I'm still the greatest. Why would I walk away? I get that. I think the thing for me is I'm like, it was like this big deal about him retiring. And like, everyone's like, oh my God, the greatest of all time. Like, people are crying. And then he's like, just kidding. And then the what? In like a few years, we're going to do it again. I feel like it's just like a bit much. And it's not even that I'm necessarily upset with him. Because again, like if I was him and I was still nasty, I'd probably keep playing because it's like his love. And I feel like he's one of those people that when he stops playing football, like what is he going to do next? Like nothing will ever make him happy like football will. I feel like this should be frowned upon because, you know, you made your bed, now lie in it. Like, you chose to retire. You shouldn't be able to... And I know it's the greatest of all time, whatever. I'm probably really ignorant to football, but it's fine. It's March Madness. Who cares about football anymore? Um, but Yeah, true. But, like, you chose to retire. Why do you get to just walk back in? Like, there's probably some underdog, whoever the, like, second quarterback is, on the Tampa, was it Bucket Tampa? Yeah. Tampa Buccaneers. Like, he was like, yes, this is my moment. Like, that bitch finally retired. That old man, <laughs> that like, croaked. Like, let's go. This is my moment. I'm going to be the greatest now. And now Aww. he's like, but, like, think about him. Like, does yeah, anyone think, think about-, about his feelings? I don't know who that is. Is there runner-ups in, runner-ups in football? I think. Peter? I don't think they're <laughs> called runner-ups. There's backups. Bench. Backups. Do you know who the backup was to Brady? I don't know. In your defense, so one time I was talking about football and I called someone an understudy and Michael was like, <laughs> and Michael was like, it's taking everything in my being to not break up with you. I was like, wait, who was that guy that was really cute? Hey, that was they like, do study I, Literally, I was like, who was that guy that was super hot that was like Tom Brady's understudy? And Michael was like, I don't really need to associate with you at this point. It I was mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, who is cute. Who? Jimmy Garoppolo. He's like, like the only one I... Name. Yeah, he's cute. He like he's in um, San Francisco. Yep. See, there we go. Look at us. Look at us knowing stuff. But didn't Gronk retire too and then come back and play for the Bucks? Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's not the first. So this isn't the first time it's been done. So it's not like he's doing anything that other people haven't done. I think my issue with it is, and it's not even again. It's not even his fault. It's just like how big of a deal it was. Like, oh my god, we're mourning. Like the this. world stopped again. Yes, and then now he's he's just back, and I feel like we're gonna have to do it again. I feel like he has to be like, okay, I'll come back for a few years, but then when I really do retire, like I don't, I don't want to mourn him. Think about all the people who chose not to renew their season tickets because they thought Brady wasn't coming back, and oh, now they're probably scrambling even, to get them back. I didn't even think about that. There was a guy that bought his last touchdown pass ball for five hundred thousand no no Wait, what is that so like the like last the touchdown last, he threw uh, the ball he does he get his money back thousand dollars the day before oh, brady decided to come back from retirement my i would i would be pissed so but then that again worth like someone that can afford a five hundred thousand dollar ball i don't really have a ton of sympathy for but i still do. true true that, true, that, true, that, true. That still does suck though. yeah fuck you and your money give yeah. it to me yeah, exactly. Like, I have no sympathy for you, but I also, like, I'm sorry, man. Like, that's. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, any Hoozle. Haley Baldwin. Don't say any Hoozle. I thought you liked it. I did. It's cute. Fuck you. Any Hoozles. <laughs> any Hoozles. Any Hoozles. Haley Baldwin, a.k.a. Haley Bieber. I can't believe I just said Haley Baldwin. Baldwin. Be- Who am I? Haley Road Bieber. <laughs> Is that her male name? I think so. It's trash. Um, She was. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a bitch. <laughs> 
like, fun fact. Sometimes, sometimes you say stuff like in our we have like a group chat of like thirty <laughs> people, and I feel like, I mean, I know and love Gail, so. I would like I know when you say shit that's like a might come off as like a little bitchy. I'm like, okay, she's just like having a moment. But then the people in there that don't know you as well, I'm like, what are they like like they're probably like very terrified. That's they're like their problem. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Like Gail doesn't get to have time me. to concern herself. No. Um Haley. Um, oh, true, true, true. She was in the hospital. Um, she suffered like seizure-like symptoms, and when she went to the hospital, they found out that she had a small blood clot on her brain. That so, is so super scary, scary, super traumatic. She's home now and doing well, um, but she said it was definitely one of the scariest moments I've ever been through. It just goes to show that money can't always buy well. Money can't always buy health. Yeah. That's also just scary because, well, A, how does that happen? Like, is there a way to prevent that? Like, what, what, mm-hmm. like, did she do something to cause the blood clot or is that just something that happened? That's a good question. I, she said on Thursday morning, I was sitting at breakfast with my husband and when I started having stroke like, stroke like symptoms and was taken to the hospital, they found out, blah, 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 which was caused by a small lack of oxygen, but my body had passed it on its own. I recovered completely within a few hours so why are you lacking oxygen that's what i want to know that's weird Mm. it's scary it's also just crazy because when you are in your 20s yeah and you're otherwise healthy and you've kind of just lived like a very we've talked about this before like a very Mm -hmm. like i mean she hasn't lived like a normal life but normal from a health perspective you go in for your checkup and like everything's fine I feel like you don't expect for things like that to happen. No, so especially when, when in your twenties, like right. these, these, it's actually so scary to think that these are the right now is the most healthy we'll ever be. Like it's just going downhill. <laughs> the older we get, <laughs> someone said that to me. They were like, "Yeah, after you're 26, your bo- your body starts dying instead of living." And I was like, "Um, that's pleasant." But I also feel like from the second you're born, your body kind of you starts- stop producing collagen. You stop this you stop that growing up's a trap i was talking to my parents about this the other day though and i was like i'm not worried about it by the time i'm like 80 there's gonna be some sort of like machine that can like give me a 20 year old face so i don't really care (laughs) like i'm very comfortable (laughs) anyway (laughs) any hoozles pete davidson (laughs) is a savage i have so much to talk about pete davidson first okay so i was on youtube and i came across um, I don't watch the Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres show because she's canceled. She's canceled in my book too. She's canceled. She's canceled. Um, but I did watch a clip of Kim Kardashian on Ellen recently, like within the past like week or so. I and she's on so many like talk shows and shit lately. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Probably cause she's promoting, I don't know. I didn't watch the whole episode. I just watched this one clip. Um, she, Pete Davidson has gotten not one, but two tattoos dedicated to her on his body on top of that so there was speculation about this because on his chest there's kim tattooed what we thought was tattooed and she kim kardashian clarified on ellen that it no it's not a tattoo he branded her name on his body why I don't know. And then he also got a tattoo that says, my girl is a lawyer. Okay. Um, I think I'm very concerned. I don't know what the other tattoo is. Mostly concerned about the fact that you consider that savage. I think. Oh no, there's, there's other reasons. There's other reasons. Very concerned. Like, okay. So celebrities are different, right? They're like barely human. Yeah. But for a normal couple, I started dating a guy. I'm going through a divorce, right? I'm with Kanye for years. I start dating a guy. We're together for six months. He gets my name branded on his body and then a tattoo saying my girl is a lawyer. I would definitely change my name, enter into the witness protection program, move to like freaking Australia and try to hope that he never finds nope. me. Nope. See, I'm over here wondering what the fuck do I have to do to get someone to tattoo my name on their but body? You know, that's so tacky. I don't, I don't need it on the chest. It doesn't need to be visible. It could be on a butt so cheek So if Mystery or a Man lip. shows up after, Oh, I've asked. I've like, asked. <laughs> like pulls out his pants and on his butt is your name with like a heart around it. I would kiss it. You'd be happy. I'd if, kiss it. If Michael did that after eight years, I would be so upset. <laughs> well, first off, I'd call his mom. And I'll be like, you'll never believe what our boy could have <laughs> sold me to this time. 
Wait, I th- I threaten oh. Michael sometimes. Like if like if we're like not. I'll like call an, you mama if we're not in an argument. But like can joke, if we're yeah. like bickering, yeah, I'm like okay. I'm like, well, I'm gonna call your mom and tell her what you ate yesterday. <laughs> oh. Um, oh no! But no, the honestly, I don't. I don't like that. I've never liked it. I like to think I'm a good girlfriend and I don't know why, like, what do I have to do to get some respect around here? Like a lip tattoo, it's temporary. Okay, so, but like when the tat. second you get a tattoo of someone's name, the you relationship is doomed. I know. I do like, think it's like, it like you're literally, you yes, because as soon as you get something permanent that stays for life, the relationship ends and then you're like, oh shit. And then you have to hope that you find another girl with a similar name. I know a guy that like got a tattoo of a girl and like changed it like three different times, like to be different girls. Wow. Like at what point? That tattoo artist is very um, talented. Talented, yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. Um, he's also a savage because <laughs> of the text that he sent to Kanye. And I was going to go into that for a second, but I saw something today that Kanye posted on Instagram and I thought it was so funny. I don't know if <laughs> I this kind is... of love Kanye. Me too. Oh my God. No, I fucking <laughs> love him. So I don't know if this is true. This is because this is coming out of Kanye's mouth. So alleged. Um, Pete Davidson enrages audience with jokes of SNL um, with jokes about having sex with the baby. And so he, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true, but he posted that on his Insta and said, yeah, another reason why he's skeet got to stay away from my (laughs) child. I love him from my children. Oh, and nobody noticed that he ain't showing up to SNL because I, because Mr. I can help you with meds had a mental breakdown after we ran him off the internet. Skeet, you're not built for this. I already blocked the Super Bowl out on you. (laughs) Then he goes, apologize to your family for being in your family. And I was like, oh my God, I fucking love Kanye. Wait, so A, that is like very disturbing apologize to your friend you do not make jokes i think that's disgusting no, like that is i disgusting. think that's if that's true um but beside the point i won't get into that and my personal feelings about all the pedophiles that are running around anyways kanye here's the thing we know that he's overdid it he isn't like we've talked about this he's not the coy one in the relationship right like he's not the yeah. guy that's like you guys broke up and he's like on to new things and he's not really posting. And it's like, what con- what's Kanye up to? Does he have a new girl? Like he's doing everything, right? Like he's mm-hmm. dating the girl. He's broadcasting everything. He's airing his dirty laundry. And we were like, come on, Kanye, you gotta stop. But he's at this point he's doing, he's been doing it for so long that I'm past the point of being like, oh, he's losing in the relationship. And I'm now just like, wait, I love what he's doing. Cause he's not stopping. He's not backing down. He's not embarrassed. He doesn't give a shit. And I'm like, Kanye, I want you to keep going brother. Like keep going, keep going. <laughs> it's amazing. And honestly, like eventually I think Pete Davidson, like he might crack. Imagine Kanye every single day just yeah, posting about that's you. a lot. Well, did you see the reason why I said he's a savage is because of the text that he sent to Kanye. Did you see those? No. They're all alleged. I don't know if they're true or not. But basically he was saying like, yo, it's ski. Can you please take a second and calm down? It's 8 a.m. Blah, blah, blah. Kim's the best mother. Blah, blah, blah. But then like. Um, he said, yo, it's skeet. Yeah, I know. I fucking love him. Um, Weston asked, oh, you using profanity now. Where are you right now? To which Pete replied, in bed with your wife with that selfie. Oh, my God. He was happy to see you're out of the hospital in rehab. Who said that? <laughs> Kanye. He said, happy to see you're out of the the hospital and rehab. Yeah. It's kind of funny. But how savage, in bed with your wife. It's kind of funny to see his (laughs) celebrities, like, fight the way that normal people do. I know. Like, they're, like, like, the thought of Kanye and Pete Davidson just texting each other is kind of funny. It's bizarre. I guess, I think it is, I think Kanye is getting to him because, uh, not Kanye, Pete is going to space. He said, get me the (laughs) fuck away from Kanye. I'm going to space. So he is going on. Um, dude, I always mix up all these rich old men. Um, Ugh. who is it? Is it Elon Musk? Who has the Who has the planes? Or not the planes? What do they the call that go to space? This, I thought that. Uh, what do they call <laughs> spaceships? Spaceships? I don't rocket ships. Rocket? I don't know what. So there's Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, and Richard who, Branson. Who owns Blue Origin? The flight. Um, I don't know. Fuck. Whatever. Some rich rich guy but (laughs) on march 23rd wait is that will this episode be out by now no oh yeah it will so in two days when this episode is out he will be going to space on the blue origin 
with five other passengers. It's an 11 minute voyage. Um, it's the 20th minute 11 minute voyage mm-hmm. that's it? space and back yeah wait what it's the fourth human flight that the blue origin has done oh i thought they were going like to the moon i don't really know blue origin it's jeff bezos jeff bezos basically they just like go to the outer rim and they just fall they fall like free oh. fall like a ride yeah with like a, that's kind of fun i would do that fun. i like i don't really like fucks with space but like i would do the outer <laughs> rim <laughs> Just the rim. Just the, just the tip. <laughs> um, uh, that's kind of fun, I guess. Why yeah. is, he, is that dangerous? Like, Do people so, die? Or is it fun? I mean, there's always a risk. This is the f- 20th mission that the spaceship has gone to space, but this is the fourth flight Human. with humans on board. The humans on board. So it's been done before, but so I guess Pete's always been interested in space, and Kim was um, at Jeff's house getting dinner or whatever, and he invited him. I'll never forget, like, you know, our so our friend Clint is in the Air Force, and <laughs> sometimes when we just wanted to mess with him, we would just talk about how the moon landing wasn't real. <laughs> he would get so mad. He was like, that's so disrespectful to our country. I was like, no, 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 like, I totally get it. I'm just saying it didn't happen. He would get, like, so, like, red in the face and start, like, yelling at us. Aww, Clint, if you're listening, we Clint, we you. love you. We didn't mean it, except like, the moon landing definitely didn't happen. Okay. okay, so <laughs> call her daddy. Call her daddy. Don't don't stop listening. I promise it's not bad. Oh, <laughs> to the people listening, I feel like people here call her daddy. They're like, "Fuck you!" I'm they're like, yeah, I'm off. done. I'm done for the day. So last week we talked about Anna Delvey, aka Anna Sorokin. Um, for those of you that are not caught up, she is the fake German heiress, <laughs> um, who got arrested back in 2017 for essentially scamming people out of a lot of money, pretending she had a lot of money, and trying to get a 40 million dollar loan to start her own company, which was basically going to be a social club for rich people where there was going to be art and all this like stuff. Better than Soho House, right? Like better than Soho House, a place for art um, for all the rich people in New York City. She came over from. Well, she was originally born in Russia, which she hid, and then she moved to Germany when she, I think, was 15. Um, and then she comes to New York City. And this girl basically moves to New York City, changes her last name from Sorokin to Delvey to sound more German. Um, and I, it's literally still impressive to me. I have no, like, so there's a show that just came out. It's called Inventing Anna. If you haven't so watched good. it, I've literally told every person that I know, please watch it. It's very interesting, a little disturbing. Not in like a scary way, just like disturbing how this girl was able to do all of this. The whole show kind of outlines. It's, it's a reporter who writes a story about her. And it's actually, it's based on true events. Um, and it's like a remake of it. And basically it kind of talks about how she was able to make all these rich socialite, you know, friends in New York City, get in with the investment banking crowd, get in with all these insanely rich people, you know, pretend like she had all this money, get loans, get all this like I don't even know how she did it. It's Go insane. Watch. It's really Go watch good. it. It's crazy. Um, so the thing that always interests me though is like how she like she never actually talks about like imagine like landing in New York City not knowing a single person like how do you meet the first person right I don't even know. Anyways, um, in typical Alex Cooper caller daddy fashion, this is the show has been making a ton of waves and Anna Sorokin recently has been um, she like got out of prison but then broke her parole and like went back to prison for six weeks so alex decided to in, um interview her while and the in interview jail. happened while she was in jail so it was very interesting um i was curious to tune in solely because i wanted to know if the accent of the girl in the show was the same so i'll say definitely exaggerated on the show definitely like the accent, exaggerated. but i did hear the similarities yeah, but like the girl like who- Like if it was a notch down, it would have been- I It think. was exaggerated on the show. I think the girl in real life like definitely had a German accent, but it was like a it was a German accent. Like it wasn't anything right. insane. I feel like on the show, it sounded like insane. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's definitely an interesting interview because they had to interview on some like app that you can only use in jail. For like, you get signed off every 15 minutes and you have to like sign yeah. back on. And like, it was like a mess. But I honestly felt- so weird listening to it I honestly listened to it like two times full today I was like on my third because I'm trying to read between the lines and I generally believe that this girl 
thinks she did nothing wrong. Yeah. That's, I, yes. I think she's delusional after I, I thought she was on the show, but that's just a character. But after hearing the interview, she was on, she's scared. I'm scared of her now. You're scared of her. I, yeah. I think it's she's a sociopath. Cause we talked about this last week. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, go listen. Um, we kind of talk about, we're like this girl is it's almost like impressive the fact that mm -hmm. she was able to live a actual lie like imagine waking up every day pretending your name is something it isn't pretending like you have she she told everyone she had a 60 million dollar trust fund that was going to be hitting her bank account um and meanwhile she's getting all these rich people to like pay for her life she's living in hotel rooms she's racking up like bills of like 30 grand for a hotel room 60 grand for another hotel room she's like pretending she can pay it but she can't like she's doing all this insane shit and meanwhile like living literally a lie and i just we were talking about last week i feel like i'd wake up every morning with crippling anxiety mm -hmm. and the fact that she was able to just live normally i was like that's not normal and it's yes it's impressive but it's also scary and on this interview with Alex Cooper, I think Alex did a good job of like, not just sucking up to her, but also asking her some difficult questions being like, you know, can you explain what the, what the and hell she happened? never could. She I never like she did. She never beat really, around the bush. Yes. To all she never questions. divulged. Like she almost like the, her approach was like, Oh, we're on this cute little interview. Yeah. And Alex was asking her very real questions. She was like, do you like, she literally said she was like, would you consider yourself a scam artist? And she literally says, no, I would absolutely not. Yeah. And I'm like, she what denies you, like, I'm like, what do you mean? You would, like you are the definition of a scam artist. And then Alex was like, did you ever tell someone you were like, did you ever tell people you were a German heiress who was going to inherit $60 million? And she kept being like, oh no, I never told anyone that. And Alex was like, well then, why would people assume this about you? Why is there a whole show about you? And she was like, well, I don't know. Like, you know, people probably just assume stuff when they see someone, you know, doing X, Y, and Z. She's like, but no one, like, I never told anyone I was an heiress. And then Alex is like, well, what did people think when you were like dropping 30K in a hotel? She's like, I mean, that's really not that much money for New York City. She kept just like playing it off. Like yeah. it was fine. She's like, yeah, like, I mean, I really didn't do anything crazy. I mean, there's people in New York who make more than I she do. She didn't really feel and any remorse for screwing over her friend no. of that 60K. Cause she was like, well, it's fine because amx like wiped it clean yeah so okay but like you're not gonna apologize for putting her in a shitty situation there was like a point in the show where um basically she goes on vacation with her friend rachel and the hotel bill racks up to being like 60k and her friend gets like stuck with the bill and that's like a because like Anna the, couldn't pay because Anna couldn't pay even though she was always like she would like f like bounce around this girl Anna and she would like tip people with hundred dollar bills she'd like throw money at stuff always dripping in designer and she'd pay for some of her friend's stuff she'd take them out to dinner she'd always pay for them so her friend figured she was good for it and then she never paid her friend back um but it's just crazy because she's talking about on the interview and she has no remorse for her mm -hmm. friend and her and she was like yeah I was in the court proceedings and I saw her for the first time and like that's the first time I saw her because Alex was like how do you feel about like screwing over your friend? And she was like, right. I mean, she got the money back from Amex. And like, she knew I would be there if she really needed the money, but like mm -hmm. she didn't reach out to me. Like that was like her response. And Alex was like, well, how did it feel seeing her at court? And she was like, oh, it was exciting. I remember her saying that and being like, what do you mean it was exciting? Like you saw someone that you really hurt and like you and she anxious. looked at her the entire time and Rachel didn't look her yeah. in the eye She once. was like, Rachel never looked me in the eye until she had to point out like who the person in the crowd right. was that did this. She's like, but I stared at her the whole time. I'm yeah. like, like, okay, you're the one that did something. Creep. What? And she like wouldn't admit that she did anything wrong. And then she was like, yeah, like my parents, they'll like, they'll like um, send money to me every now and then. Like they know that none of this is their fault. I think that, she's like, in denial about her relationship with her parents and her family. It was just bizarre because she kept talking about it in like a cute way being like yeah like they knew downplaying I, they it. knew i like wanted to move to new york and you know all that stuff and alex was trying to be like what do you mean all that stuff like you went to like you committed you stole hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars like you scam people out of money and not only rich people like people that couldn't afford it as well and she would just be like well like yeah but like, there's people that do worse and alex is like looking back do you have like remorse or do you think you could have done things different and she's like well yeah but there's people that are doing things worse 
And yeah. Alex like calls her out for it at one point. And is like, um, she's like, that's like not really acceptable. And then the girl even at one point says, I'd like to know why the, like, I'd like to interview the prosecutor if I ever have a yeah. podcast and understand like why the prosecutor came for me so hard and like why they hate me. And, and Alex, Alex like, there's laws. She was like, America? because you broke the law and that person was trying to put you in jail because you broke the law. And she like yeah. couldn't understand that. That's when I knew that she generally believed that she has done nothing wrong. So go listen to the interview. Even if you hate Call Her Daddy, like go listen to it just suck it up it's bizarre like yeah. it really makes you realize that in this world people like the whole idea of putting someone in prison is so that they learn their lesson but it's crazy how like you just has. know that no like there's some people that just are not going to change they show no remorse and you know they're going to go back to finding a way to scam people and get something out of every interaction she even says like alex is like who do you think knows you best and she's like honestly i think there's people in my life that like know different bits and pieces of me but i don't think there's anyone that truly like knows the full me and I was like, that's weird. And she asked her if she felt lonely and she like also beat around the bush on that question. She was yeah. like, well, like now, like, I don't know. It was so weird. bizarre. But yeah, know. go listen. Okay. So I teased this last week that I was super anxious that our boyfriends were going on a boy's trip. <laughs> <laughs> our boyfriends. Granted with their fathers too. It's like father son yeah it's like a, <laughs> with with their friend luca yeah Plus luca. um so every year our boyfriends go on a boys trip <clears throat> out west and they go skiing and they never take us mm-hmm. which is like super chill um <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding but yeah they, they go out west and they go skiing they're gone for like what six days i think um well they mystery left- man is coming back literally when this episode comes out i will still not be reunited with him because he's taking a red eye and I'll have to wait until after work, but whatever. So they're together, they're skiing. So Abby and I are left here to our own devices, but I'm excited. We're going to hang out this weekend, but I know you're not feeling as happy <laughs> as I am and juvial. Well, you not wanna- that I'm happy that my boyfriend's gone, but <laughs> it's, it's a bizarre feeling because normally in past relationships, relationship, haven't been that many, um, you know, being apart from my significant other, I would be anxious for different reasons, you know, like mm. anxious that, you know, he would cheat on me or anxious that he would do something sketchy and or would like meet someone else. Yeah. Like do something weird. And that's not the case this time. And it's like, I'm anxious for a different reason. And I feel like I've been pretty open about my codependency issues. Like I've definitely come a long way, but I've always been a relationship type girl because I don't know, I'm introverted. I keep a small circle and I I like my routine. And once that gets disrupted, it's like my whole world is flipped upside down. Like to you, it's like, oh, like he'll be back. He'll be back. But to me, I'm like, no but like the next six days like my days are like I don't know I'm so dramatic but I feel like but like don't you feel like when you're work like I feel like trust me like I miss Michael for sure when I'm not with him and we'll like text and I'm like oh I miss you so much we'll talk on the phone but then when I'm working like I'm so I just feel like it different distracts me so for like the whole day it goes by so fast I no, even at work today like I didn't I, I even wish, though you're like not in the environment because you don't yeah. you don't normally see him during the day anyways right no I still but I don't know maybe I just have an overactive brain hmm. but it's not even that and codependency is such a slippery slope like there's people who rely on their significant other for their complete and total happiness which isn't the case for me but it's like I don't adjust well to change so when my day or my day routine is like off it sets off my whole vibe okay so what you're saying is it's not that it's not that he is like your one source of happiness but it's more so that he's a big source of your happiness and also the fact that you're so used to seeing him like every single day and doing things together and like cooking dinner together and just doing those little things so then for you like when he's gone your routine is different and that is almost the thing that bothers you the most is like well what do I do for dinner? Like, what do I do for this? What do I do for that? Because you're used to him being there kind of. Yeah. It's like, I have no willpower motivation to like cook dinner for myself. Right. It's like, I'll probably go to McDonald's and get a shamrock shake after this and call it a night. <laughs> oh my God. That's kind of amazing though. Um, and French fries. And French like, fries. Like dip them in the shamrock shake. That's all I can shake. get. That sounds really good. Mm. No, I know what you mean. But then I almost, don't you feel like it becomes like a self-fulfilling prophecy that way though? 
Because in your head, you're like, oh, this is going to suck when he's gone. Mm-hmm. And then when he's gone, like, you make it suck. Like, if you, like, were to yeah. go out and, like, I mean, honestly, like, I know it's easier to, like, give advice than to t- yeah. do it. but Easier said than done. Right, exactly. But I feel like if you were to, like, when he's gone, make it fun, then maybe that would, like, reinforce. And I had plans this weekend. Like, I have plans to see multiple people because I was like, I need to keep myself busy. Because if I don't, like, I will drive myself crazy. But it's just, like, I don't know. Maybe I didn't make as much progress as I thought. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. But it's so pathetic. And he always says like, oh, absence makes the heart grow fonder, which I do agree. But I think I'm just like an anxious person. Yeah. Do you do you ever feel like, because it's the absence thing, sometimes I feel like if Michael and I don't see each other for a few days, it's like when we see each other, it's so nice and we catch up on everything and we have like the best time together. But you feel like even if you're with him like 24 seven, like you're, you're like never in a spot where you're like, okay, like I could use some me time. Oh no, for sure. But we've never spent six nights apart. Right. So I just feel like that's a lot. <laughs> Do you like, um, have you ever, cause I know like you've like gone to therapy before. Is that like something, that, is that something you've ever tried to like work through in therapy, like codependency at all? Is that something you talk about? No, every therapist I've had is freaking suck. So if anyone <laughs> has any recommendations... It's more so like I just like vent on what's going on and they because I think therapists don't want to give you the answers because if you if they gave you the answers right away, you wouldn't need therapy. Oh, so you think there's like a whole like scheme going on? No, but like kind (laughs) of. No, I know what you mean. It is tough. I definitely I'm trying to think if that's ever happened. I think there are just like some people who are like, I don't know, like maybe i i think it's because i was an only child so i grew up alone okay so i don't like being alone okay it's interesting because i feel like you go one of two ways like i used to date a guy that was an only child and he Mm -hmm. would say that he needs to be alone because he was like i grew up that way but i feel like you go one way or the other with it you know what i mean either you love it or you're like resenting it i think i've always like had like my entire life even if I was single, even when I wasn't single, like I had a boyfriend, like I always had someone, someone, like right. I had a best friend who I spent all my time with if I wasn't with my boyfriend or vice versa, or, you know, what is it called? Triple date, not triple date, <laughs> third wheel. Yeah. Like they would third wheel us and stuff. And it's like, I was just never alone. And I think that's a good point. I, I'm kind of similar. like, even when I haven't been in relationships, I've always like kind of ha- been talking to someone. Like, I've never been in a point in my life where I was 100% single for, like, a month. And, like, obviously, like, I'm sure I did for, like, weeks here and weeks there. But I've never been, like, single for a month where I, like, also wasn't even a little bit talking to someone. And, like, that could even be, like, texting or, like, you know, when, like, you're single and you start, like, DMing or, like, a guy, like, DMs you and you're, like, kind of talking. And it's not like you're actively, like, hanging out and going on dates all the time. But you talk, like, basically every day. So you have someone to talk to every day. And then some of my friends are, like, oh, no, like, I have no one that I'm talking to. Like, Like not even, not even, like, once a week or something. No one at all in the roster. And I think about that sometimes. And I'm, like, I've never been in a spot in my life where I haven't had a guy that I was at least talking to, like, once every two days or something that I could count on to like have a conversation with like and I feel like I have like a crazy internal monologue like I'm always like talk my brain is I'm like sounds like I'm like there's always talking in my brain no like I have this like insane internal monologue that never shuts off so I feel like I need to talk to someone else to like get it out there and maybe other people don't feel that way or maybe that is like a weird symptom of some sort of I don't know if it's codependency or what the hell I know. Is. I need like a, what is it called? A clinical psychologist to tell me what my problem is. And I don't, I don't think it helps that you and I are both serial daters. Yeah, we are serial daters. And we've daters. like never been alone. I know. And like I said, even when I've been single, I've been kind of talking to someone. Yeah. I'd like to know what it would be like to fully be alone. I don't like want to go. Yeah. Well, I don't want to. <laughs> Let me I tell just, you something. I would, I would not <laughs> know. I wouldn't want to know what it feels like now to not be with Michael. But like, yeah. I don't even mean No, I know what you mean. I feel like I respect people that are like, I, I got a relationship. And for the past three months, I've truly been focusing on myself. And not in like, a, I'm focusing on myself in like a TikTok way. But like truly, they're like, I get up. I go to the they gym. They live their life just for I them. Yes. I like, I go to the gym. I go to work. I make dinner for myself. I read a book. Like I truly am like invested in what I'm doing. I respect that so much. And I feel like having that time in your life is so important. And sometimes I'm like, 
wait, like, did I miss some sort of phase in my development? Like, as a human, because Dude, I, I think about that, that all the time. Like, I feel like every person essentially needs that. And like the fact that I haven't had it, I'm like, is there some sort of a screw loose because I never got that? <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I think about that all the time. And I feel like girls who are like us, like we need to normalize, like sometimes thinking about the what ifs, like isn't, isn't a bad thing. It's not, it doesn't mean that there's a, re- like a problem in your relationship or it doesn't mean that you made the wrong choice or anything. But sometimes I do find myself wondering like, is the only way to fix my codependency to be single and be alone. Right. Or is it, or can a therapist train me to train my brain to be okay with being alone? Honestly, I think that, I think you could train your brain to not be codependent, even when you're with, even when you're with with someone. Yeah, yeah. because I almost feel like that's like an excuse too. It's like, oh, well, oh, wow. Like I'm, I'm not single. So what am I going to do? I might as well just be this way. Like, I feel like you could definitely train yourself to work on that. Yeah. We should bring a psychologist on the show. I know. I'd for love our to own, do that. For our own gain. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone listening. It'd be, like the worst, it'd be like the worst podcast of all time. Like we said to people that I'm like, okay, so like I'm going to vent to you for 20 minutes and just like tell me what's wrong with me. And our listeners are like, and I really don't, don't care. Like I don't care. <laughs> We're like, don't bill us because you're for on free. the podcast. It's for free. Free advice, please. Meanwhile, people have to listen to like, be like, yeah, so like then I was five years old and it was like <laughs> super traumatic and- everyone's like, I'm no longer listening and subscribe to this podcast. I know. We'll get through it together. We have plans on Saturday. It's going to yeah. be fun. It's St. Patty's Day. Mm-hmm. We're going to paint the streets green. Mm. <laughs> it's going to be fun. My favorite color. We're going to have a girls night. We're going to get espresso martinis. We're going to get Gail a little Oh my God, little Gail Cosmo. definitely make it. Or is appearance. Gail going to have a dirty martini? Probably a dirty martini. Ooh, Dale's going to... Dale. Dude, Dale. Ew. <laughs> Wait, you want to know how my obsession has grown? I'm not kidding. Mr. Man and I were having a day. I actually, this past weekend, got drunk quite a bit. I know. Like, I drank we drunk, Friday we night. You were drunk texting me. I, I drank Friday I got really drunk Friday night. But Saturday, what do we do Saturday? Oh, Saturday's the day. We, like, had ourselves a day, and then we stayed in Saturday night. And we walked to the liquor store, and I got stuff to buy, to make uh, dirty martinis at home like about the olives the with vermouth. the olive juice and the yeah I didn't I didn't know what vermouth I didn't know vermouth was in dirty martinis until Saturday would you think so. it was just like gin or vodka I thought yeah I thought it was just straight vodka and olive juice mm. but no and then I made at home martinis are you happy now they sucked <laughs> <laughs> I never can make them like I feel like if I try to make myself like vodka soda it's yeah, disgusting it so is. that's how you know that they're putting a bunch of sugar and shit at the bar <laughs> give me all we're also we're doing something fun though like when they when the boys get back so we're going to an engagement party I'm so excited it's my first engagement party ever is it yeah so Michael's sister is getting married she got engaged a few months ago over the summer we talked about it um but it's really cool what they're doing so instead of doing a bridal shower they're having a like Jack and Jill engagement party which is like in place of the bridal shower and it's gonna be at a hotel in Boston it's gonna be so fun dude I honestly I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion but bridal like normal bridal parties shower things yeah, i think are I so lame hate. like to do all those like horrible it's like so chewy it's so i and i'm sorry for everyone that's like I, and this isn't even no it's not even against anyone that's had no, one it's you the, think it's society, society. It's, society. It's, society it's society making you think that you need to like do all those things and it's actually really cringy and i you will never catch me doing like that. here's the thing i don't want people to answer questions about like who's messier like who, who said i love yeah. you first like i don't need to know no. that you know let's that. just fucking part yes and celebrate love but it's also always like very like cute and like okay we're all gonna have like Like polite yeah like like polite and we're all gonna have have some (laughs) and like a mimosa and it's like no i want people to get after it yeah and i want people to to meet other people and to mingle um no i i love it she's the same way she's like i hate all that shit i want to do an engagement party so it's gonna be at a hotel in boston it's the first weekend of april right Mm -hmm. but literally we go to this the next day i leave for new york city so it's gonna be so fun and gail's going mystery man's going we're all gonna go do you have a dress yet i didn't even ask you (sighs) 
What do you think? No. No. You do don't. You? you texted me three months ago asking what my what I was well, wearing. When I got I was the like, invitation. I <laughs> when I got so the invitation. I figured you like, like already would have had yours because you're, no. you're more of a planner than I am. I know. But when it comes to clothes, you know me. I'm not happy with my body right now. So why would I want to buy clothes that I hate? Yeah. It's a dilemma. It's fine. I'm, I'm excited to have a reason to dress up and like so, get all pretty and cute and like, you know. It's cocktail attire. So I feel like whenever I see cocktail attire, that actually, I get stressed because I'm like, okay, I'm- Did you order dresses already? I haven't ordered anything yet, but I'm scrolling through Revolve and I'm like, so you don't want something that's too dressy yeah. because you obviously want it to all be about the bride and her dress is like so pretty, so glam, like very you know classy, she's like very elegant. It's like a white dress, like obviously, but it's so <laughs> nice. Um, I love it. It's- Literally every, like I would, oh, I love it. It's so pretty. Mm. Anyways, um, you don't want to wear something that's like too over the top and like sparkly or something. Right, and outshine the bride. But you also don't want to wear something super plain, but you also can't wear something slutty because then you're like, no one, that's gross. Right. So like, what do you, but it also should be short because if you wear something long, then that's like a wedding guest dress. Oh, you can't so wear like, something long? I feel like you could, but like, what, like, I feel like cocktail usually means short. So now is I'm it like, at yeah. nighttime or is it during the day? Like, is it like it's a night. 4 p.m. or is it like a 6 p.m.? I think it's like 6 or 7. So okay. it's like a nighttime thing. Mm. And that's the thing. I keep seeing things that are like cute and like light pink, if, but I'm like, that feels too daytime. If I'm being honest, I'm probably going to wear like an all black dress. Is that frowned upon? I don't know. So, okay, we were talking about this. Because black you, is just classic. It's, it's classic. I feel, like, I feel like black for an engagement party at nighttime is fine. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. And this is the thing. So Abby and I were talking about this earlier and hit us when you're in your 20s no one prepares you for like etiquette for no. weddings no and they it, don't teach you you go to weddings and you're little with your parents right where you wear whatever the hell also they like, choose why i'm not allowing children to be at my wedding <laughs> no unacceptable why was i invited to a wedding as a child don't i know. tried to say that to mr man and he already shut it down why like, you should never have children at your wedding it's gross it's gonna bring down but the like vibe. his like nieces okay i'm nephews. sorry but if you're a baby take a look in the mirror and ask yourself am i going to bring up or bring down the vibrations of this <laughs> wedding and if the answer is anything other than up aka if you're a child that like i don't know like if you can break dance well, like is there like an age like can like five and above Ew, go? no no because okay. you're still a brat <laughs> like what are you gonna do like ask <gasps> no, yourself this like wrong. baby what are you gonna bring to the table you're gonna show up at this wedding like what are you going to do to make it fun and if you don't have an answer to that question i don't also come. like want the parents to actually have fun like i don't want the parents having to be like worried about their kids running around and like i want everyone to be drunk and like have fun can i say something that's like not probably cool you know when, <laughs> there you go. So you know when you're like at an event or at a wedding or whatever and then there's like the baby that's kind of crying yeah and then the mother gets up and she's like sorry like and she like takes the baby out and everyone's like oh like poor like i don't have sympathy for that i'm like get your little troll out of here i don't care i don't want to see it i don't want to hear from it i don't want to hear about it. From it get it out get it out it. and also like don't bring your baby like if you know your baby is a little screamer and a little whiny shit like don't bring it to the wedding that's gross or like put a little like pacifier in its mouth. You Sorry. heard it here first, guys. <laughs> Just Shannon. no babies at my wedding. She said no babies too. And I honestly, Amazing. I wouldn't allow anyone other under 18 to come to my under If you're 16, you're there's a chance you cry. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> well, also, I'm, am I allowed to go? Because I cry like on the dot every true. hour. <laughs> or like even people under 21 because then you can't drink and then you're sneaking drinks and now it's my problem. Just don't get I put a lot of thought into this. Well, Anyways, let's get a ring wedding, on wedding etiquette. So yeah. it's weird because you, you go as a child and then all of a sudden you're at this point as an adult where like your first friend gets engaged and you're kind of like, this is cute. And then you realize there's all these weird rules. There's like, if you're invited to the bachelor or the bachelorette, there's obviously things you have to plan for and pay for. And then when you're going to a bridal shower, there's certain things you bring to the shower. There's certain things you bring to the wedding. There's ways you dress at the wedding. There's things you shouldn't wear at a wedding. And I feel like no one tells you that. No, I, I'm i just winging it. I haven't been to a wedding since college. I think I was under 21, so I shouldn't have been there according to you. Um, <laughs> yeah, like unacceptable. Unacceptable. And I don't even think I had, like I was in college. Like I didn't have a real job. Like I don't even think I had 
like a decent amount of money to like put in the envelope. Like I don't even know how much money I put in, but it definitely was not enough. You like threw a 20 in there and called Probably. it a day. <laughs> That's yeah. Their weddings are. So I didn't know until like a year ago that you're not supposed to wear red to a wedding. I didn't know that until we read about it on drunk dates and I, I see, I can, I see why. Yeah. It's like sex too sexy or something. It's a power statement. Some people say you're not color. supposed to wear black either. Because that's what you wear to funerals, which I debate that one because I feel like black is very classic. We're 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 celebrating the death of your singlehood. I think that's beautiful. Right? I actually want everyone to wear black to my wedding, dude. Now I've, that I think about it, I so I've seen on TikTok now that people are, and I think I'm going to be this type of bride where on the invitation it says the you, color. Yeah, you tell like it doesn't have to be like everyone has to wear black, mm -hmm. but it's like you have to wear like this color scheme like it could be like tans blues and whatever like a specific color scheme to match the decorations yeah, in there. like the, the wedding colors i yeah. love that i think that's such a good idea i like that and also that way you're not endangering like someone buying the same dress as like the bridesmaid or something you can like plan it out i kind of like the vibe of telling everyone to wear black to my wedding but then people probably would think that they're showing up to a funeral but also like is that the end of the world mm -hmm. probably not like, I think that's cool. It's your wedding. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. I also, we talked about this. I like bri black bridesmaids dresses and you do too. Same, yeah. I don't know if I actually have the balls to do it, but I just think black is just so clean it's and cool. elegant. But is it too dark? I don't know. I'm a dark gal. Yeah. Like I am I like dark and stormy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like it. I think I'd either do black or like bright, like gold with like rhinestones and like crazy shit. Gold can gold can be chuggy it's got to be the right gold yeah that's true it's got to be like expansive it can't be looking. like tacky gold no Ugh. no yeah that'd be gross i've seen a lot of tacky gold weddings even like the so you go to a bridal shower and you bring a you buy something off of the registry for the mm -hmm. bridal shower and then did at the wedding i just did i think when i'm a bridesmaid i think we're doing like oh, a, true, a true, gift true. together and then for the actual wedding you bring cash right but like how much like, how do you know? Okay, so obviously it depends. And also it like, depends on like, if, if you're, per person if you're listening to this and you're in college and you have like a friend that's getting married and you guys are all pretty young, like you're not supposed to be throwing like hundreds and hundreds of dollars right. in. Um, to be honest, I personally think that if you, if you know the person like decently well, but they're not one of your best friends, I think giving them like 150 bucks is nice. For a couple. hundred for per couple or yeah. per person? Like hundred and fifty to two hundred for so, the for the couple. Oh, for the couple. Like I thought you meant no, like no, showing like, up as a couple. Showing up like as like a Mr. couple. Mr. Man and I. Like how yes, much should yes. we So you and Mr. Man show up to a wedding where maybe it's like a family friend or like someone you don't like not super close with. I think around hundred and fifty is nice. Like you guys give an envelope and it has hundred and fifty dollars in it. Yeah. I was thinking like minimum too. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, I'm I don't know about if you don't really know them that well. Yeah. You basically want to like pay for your plate. Right. So but how I do you think, know how much? I think if you know them better <laughs> and like you're friends with them, I think 200 is nice. Yeah. And then if you're like in the bridal party, like, I don't know, I'd probably give like 300, 400 bucks, something like that. Even though you have to pay for all the shit. Well, that's the thing. If you're getting them a really expensive, like present otherwise. Like you have to buy like a dress and shoes and hair and makeup. True. And I know. Ugh. It gets pricey. Please don't get married. I, I guess it depends soon. on how much shit you've done for them. Like if you've literally like gone in overboard. The part in the trip. The bachelor, bachelorette trip. Dude, weddings are so expensive. I know. It's expensive. <laughs> it's crazy. And prepare. I have a fr like I have a girl that I work with that went to like 14 weddings one summer. And she literally said to me, she was like, because I was 22 at the time. I didn't know anyone getting married. And she was like, Shannon, start literally. Saving. And she's like, this is going to sound so ridiculous. But start putting aside money now specifically for your friend's weddings. And she was like, that's like the dumbest shit you'll like you probably think i'm saying right now but it's true because like, like, all of a sudden you wake up and you're 28 29 years old and everyone in your life is getting married and it's so expensive and time consuming and all your pto will go to weddings and all your money will go to like, your friend's wedding how do you even save money for your own wedding yeah. and your friend's wedding imagine like all your friends get married first and i'm like okay sick now i can't get married because <laughs> i spent yeah. all my money on you bitches yeah literally hmm. it's actually kind of amazing oh wow what are you going to do? All right. Product spotlight. Before we go, Abigail, would you like to go first? Oh, Gail? sure. Um, so I have the m memory of a peanut. So if I've already said this, like just Is that pretend like I did it. No, I don't know. I just I made like it, it The memory of a peanut. Memory size of a peanut. Um, 
Okay, so I it was the type of person where I hate the feeling of lotion. Like, growing up, I hated the feeling of lotion. I never put it on my body or my face. And then a couple of years ago, I came across this face moisturizer at Ulta, and it changed my life. It's by the brand Philosophy. It's called Renewed Hope in a Jar Refreshing and Refining Face Moisturizer. With SPF 30, you can get it without SPF in it. But if you're not putting SPF on your face now in the in this day and age like what are you doing like get on board like you're gonna look ugly when you're 40 100 so i always get it with spf and this is so lightweight it it doesn't smell bad it smells clean but it doesn't smell like i don't know if you're sensitive to smell it's fine because i have sensitive skin i have also sensitive nose i don't like a lot of smells but this doesn't bother me. It doesn't break me out. I'd say it's good for all skin types. Maybe like combination slash, I don't know. I don't know if it's good for dry skin, but. You have combination skin. Like yeah. it's oily in your T-zone, but then like normal everywhere yeah. yeah. Like I don't know if Same. it would be enough if you have really, really dry skin, but I'd say like combination, like you're, you're set. Um, but it's the only, like I know everyone's into, what is it? Super goop right now. Have you tried that? Yeah, I've been using that for a while. Do you like it? Um, is yeah. it lightweight? Wait, for, for SPF? Yeah, they have like a, don't they have a face? A lotion? Yeah. I thought it was just sunscreen. I they might know. have a lotion too. I haven't bought that though. But what were you saying about it? I feel like everyone's talking about that. Yeah. And I want to try it, but, I, but at the same time, I'm like, well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I've been using this True. for years and I highly recommend it's $39. You get two ounces. It lasts me. Like I apply it every day and I, pro- it probably lasts like a whole month, maybe longer. I love that. Yeah. I've, I've been using the super group sunscreen for like probably a year and a half or two years now. And it's, there's like a bunch of different ones. Super like there's some that are tinted. There's some that are like, it's called like the unseen sunscreen. It like goes on like a primer. That's the one that yeah. everyone's talking. That's it, not face. It goes on as a primer, but it's just sunscreen. It's not moisturizer. Unless they came out with the moisturizer. Oh, no. Ignore me. I'm no, no, but it's, it is, it is like amazing. Here's my thing though. I love that that has SPF in it because I feel like, right now in skincare people like to add steps and they're like okay i have a moisturizer and then i have an spf but honestly it doesn't matter like what spf it is people don't like the feeling of putting sunscreen on their face like it just doesn't feel nice like i feel like putting lotion right. on feels so nice yeah that's the one okay so i just pulled it up online i just assumed because this bitch is putting it on her face the model's like putting it on her face yeah it's so sunscreen I, it's but, facial sunscreen oh okay yeah i feel like you just swap it out. You don't need two products. Just do it two yeah. in one moisturizer. Because oh, a lot of girls will be like, oh, well, this is my favorite moisturizer. And then I put my SPF over it, like my sunscreen over it, um, which I do love the super group, but it's another step. And then to be completely honest, when I do that, like I always tell myself, oh yeah, I'm going to do both steps. And then I end up putting my lotion on and I don't feel like putting sunscreen on too. So I end up just not wearing SPF. So I think it's so smart, especially if you're someone that like needs a more condensed routine but yeah. you like it it works well i, love I need it. to start doing that i like I i'm so bad with doing spf yeah even though I, every single person says it's the most important part of it your truly routine. is and it's like i don't even have to think about it because i always always put face moisturizer on so it's just like one and all done. right i'm gonna look into that i usually only go with whatever hiram tells me to do but <laughs> i will do it um okay mine is actually not skincare it is a tea so Ooh, it's the is it skinny tea not a skinny tea. Good. No. We don't endorse that. I don't endorse that. <sighs> skinny teas just make you poop. Um, we love a good peak, laugh today. <laughs> the Peak Sun Goddess Matcha Green Tea. That? P-I-Q-U-E. Fancy. So I've been hearing about this stuff for years and years. And I I always have like a healthy level of skepticism whenever I hear like influencers and shit like that talking about products. So I didn't try it because I was like, okay, I can get matcha anywhere. Um, but this is supposed to be like ceremonial grade, whatever the hell that means. I was just going to And ask. it's like triple toxin screened. So basically this company just puts a ton of care into their like matcha leaves. I think it's matcha trees, matcha, <laughs> yeah, matcha some plants, matcha <laughs> some things. <laughs> and essentially they, it's like the hot, the highest like quality, highest grade of matcha you can get. Um, it's like very, very fine. And the thing that's so great about it is it's cold water, like soluble so it's basically you can can put it like if you put it into cold like a water bottle so sometimes 
I'll wake up in the morning because obviously it's the best if you put it, like make a matcha latte out of it. It's little packets mm-hmm. and you open the packets and like pour it in. So it's individual sizes. It's like liquid IV. <laughs> exactly. It's like liquid IV and you pour it into a cup and usually I'll like heat up oat milk or something and make like a little matcha latte out of it, Aww. which is so good. But another option is you can literally get a water bottle, dump it in the water bottle, shake it up and drink it. And it like doesn't get clumpy or gross. It's like super fine. And really? you're literally getting like the caffeine the same way. And you can like drive to work and drink the water bottle of matcha. And it's like the same as having a cup of coffee, basically. Um, I love matcha. I'm like a anyone that knows me knows that I am a coffee drinker through and through. Like I used to have like six cups of coffee a day mm-hmm. to the point where I would have like an anxiety attack and get really depressed and like not sleep ever and like not really eat. So I'm trying to like leave that behind me, which is kind of fun. Is there, did I, am I making, is there collagen in it? I think there can be, there can be a couple. There's, um, lines. yeah, there's chlorophyll in it. Um, from the green, I think there can be collagen. I don't know if it's added or if it's, naturally part of mm-hmm. matcha i'm not sure but essentially um matcha in general like i recommend to anyone as soon as i started doing this like i probably only have like one cup of coffee now and i'll have one or two matchas a day and i'm like good to go it gives you energy but it doesn't give you anxiety like coffee does like it doesn't yeah. make you feeling it doesn't leave you feeling super anxious i also can go to sleep at a regular time it's just like a really nice level of energy which if you're in your, in your 20s and you're working your full-time job and having a side hustle, like you definitely need that. Um, but this is definitely the best I've ever had. You order it online. You can set, um, sign Only up for online? a, yeah. Like you can't uh. get it like in a store. Um, and I just ran out of mine. So I was like freaking out and ordered more today. Um, <laughs> you can sign up and get like a subscription, which gives you like a certain percentage off or you can do it individually. It's up to you. To be completely honest, it is pricey though. So it's $58 for a box and it comes with 28 we're going to do the math right now live in the studio. 58 divided like by two what? bucks for per 28, stick. 28 sticks it comes with? Yeah. That's less than a matcha at Starbucks. That's actually a bargain. You go to Starbucks, it's $5 for a matcha. Yeah. So it's like $2 per matcha, which again, that is expensive for something that you're making at home. Like I will admit, and you can obviously go to Whole Foods and get like a pack of matchas for probably but Five does bucks. it have all those quality No, it doesn't. Probably and not. On, and I will be honest, it tastes better than any matcha I've ever had. And it really makes me feel good. I've noticed my skin looks like better, clearer. I am sleeping better. Like I just really, really recommend it. So give it a try if you want. And again, whenever we do the product spotlight. Will you is, bring me one? I'll give you yeah. $2. <laughs> I will bring you one. When you, when you get your order, I'll when try I get my next order and I'll in. let everyone know. I like have it in my. It's Shannon's full of shit. I have it at my desk <laughs> at work. And well, you can't just like have one and you're, it's not going to make any changes like you have to no i mean like i just want to know if it tastes good oh okay but do you like tea yeah because i feel like tea is a weird thing to like start i used to drink from duncan i'd get like a black tea with milk in it okay yeah perfect and i'll bring one i'll bring one for you i have it on my desk at work and people literally come over to my desk like every day asking for a matcha because they're so good (laughs) that's why i'm out and that's why I got to restock. But that's all this week, everyone. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you guys. If you liked what you heard, follow us on Instagram. It's at drinksafterwork underscore. TikTok at drinksafterwork, no underscore. And again, if you're a girl in the Boston area looking to make new friends, looking for things to do in the city, join our private Facebook group. The link is in our IG bio. And wish me luck this weekend when I babysit Abby as she waits for her boyfriend to return home. I swear I'm not pathetic. Bye.